Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's much on the words before the ink dries. It's much on the words before the ink dries. It's much on the words before the ink dries. It's much on the words before the ink dries. It's much on the words before the ink dries. It's much on the words Everybody. So tonight I've got with us Mikey Carter of Cold Hearts. That was one of the jams that you just heard at the start there. And also of what was it called, Mikey? Was it Sausage Chopper? Uh, was, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sausage Chopper. Um, I am fascinated by that. We're going to get into that one pretty soon for sure. I want to know more about those guys. I've never heard of them. Um, but yeah, um, introduce yourself, man. Let's let's hear a little bit about yourself. G'day, you know? my name's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, keep going, mate. You're doing great. Um, yeah, I, I'm a uh, grown man. Um, That's what, a good start. What would you like to know? <laughs> so, I mean, um, well, we'll we'll get we'll get started straight into it. Then, really, like okay. what what um what. What got you into the? What got you into music straight off the bat? Like what, you know, um, cold like in general. Like you, you started in Cold Hearts twenty fourteen, but before that, it was Sausage Chopper. How long were you in? With yeah, those I, was, guys? I was in a, a bunch of bands in uh, in Brisbane, Queensland, mainly in the uh, like the punk scene and whatnot. There yeah. was um, uh, a band called uh, I remember I was in called uh, Yuppie Stabber and Yuppie uh, Stabber. Yeah, I've always uh, kind of been into thrash punk and that kind of thing. And uh, there was a, another metal band which was uh, oh, what were they called again? Jeez, I got to remember. What was it? Uh, Blackened? No, I, I can't remember the yeah. name now. Uh, there was there was another band called Provoke. Um, yeah, in a couple of more bands and whatnot. Yeah. But I got into punk and whatnot when I was a teenager. Remember, I started hanging around kind of street punks and that kind of thing. Like proper, we're talking proper street punks. Yeah. Like, are we talking American History X style here? Or? Yeah, the braces and yeah. the boots and or all of that kind of thing. Stuff yeah, like a that. little bit romper stomper. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, some violent times back there. Yeah. What can I say? And, um, and then kind of, kind of got out of that scene, but still love the music, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then sort of uh, got a uh, bass guitar when I was, uh, you know, I went to, uh, you know, finished my high school and whatnot. And uh, then just started playing in the punk scene in Brisbane. I remember back then there was like uh, bands playing at places like the Treasury in the city and whatnot. And, Treasury um, Casino? It's no. it's the pub that's directly across the road from the Treasury Casino. Oh, really? Um I think now it's Irish Murphy's or something. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, I know. Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah, and I, I remember there were bands like Blowhard and all those kind of yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was, you know, they they were kind of from the eighties and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Rollo was in. You know, there was sort of these this eighties punk scene and whatnot uh, called Bad Ronald or something. Yeah. I think it was. I, I don't know. You can look it all up on YouTube now. And, yeah, and you can sort of see the history of. Uh, you know, Brisbane punk and all that kind of thing. And I sort of saw uh, versions of it as a teenager, but I wasn't allowed into the venues and yeah. all that kind of thing. 
And, uh, you know, before that, obviously, there was the Saints and all that back in the 70s and all mm. that kind of thing. And and in Brisbane and Queensland, the, the punk scene is kind of um, – just carried on and carried on, you know, which has been really interesting because it's kind of, there's a bit of a lineage there and, you know, all these uh, bands have kind of come out of that and whatnot. And, you know, now we've got a whole, uh, you know, a whole new batch of uh, bands coming out of Brisbane and Queensland and whatnot that have, uh, you know. It's fascinating to hear like the the history of it too, considering that for me, my, I, I started getting into, like genuinely started listening and getting into bands when I was probably about oh, 13 and yep. like my first heavy band um, was System of a Down. So I remember oh, seeing yeah, when I was yeah. like, when I was like, I think I saw their video clip for uh, Chop Suey for the first time when I was like 11 or something. And I was like, this is fucking outrageous. What is happening? Yeah. But it, yeah. Uh, but I, it was really, I, I was bouncing my head to it. I'm just thinking this is just the weirdest shit, but it's so cool. Like I really yeah. dig it. And then, so from there, from there on, I just thought I'd, I wanted to see what else there was out there that had that bit of a heavier tone to it that yeah. I, I wouldn't normally hear on the radio every day. Back like then. gateway bands. Yeah, pretty much. And so the next band that I got into like pretty, pretty hard out was Slipknot. And then from there on, I was like, okay, so there's obviously got to be shit heavier than Slipknot. What can I go? And then it was on to Slayer. And then it was on to um, stuff like Cannibal Corpse, and then it just got heavier and heavier. They were all like the big gateway bands into the more, excuse me, sorry, the more ex- obscure and heavier and more out there bands, you know, like bands like fucking Origin and and like real technical bands, Beneath the Massacre from over in Canada and stuff oh, like yeah. that. They're just bands that just throw so much in your face at once. you just like, holy shit. But then I also do like to go back to my roots and listen to, you know, more of the chill. Like it's not every day that some days you just want to chill back and just listen to a nice, relaxing, you know, chill song that's played on an acoustic for a change rather than screaming uh, guitars in your face and and just all that. (laughs) Sometimes you just need a break from that. There's a good joke where Jim Carrey is like he'd been getting into Napalm Death or something like that and he's like – some days he might just want to slow down and do a duet or whatever, you know, and it's like, you don't bring me flowers. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes, and I just think that's 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 quite funny and quite true, though. So maybe, you know, but in terms of listening to the music, you know, some days you just want to listen to that shit all the time, no, but think, then you uh, just want like, to just veg out and just sit on the couch. I think or times just, have changed now, too, with the internet and whatnot, because now uh, it, it, like, well, it used to be that... Uh, you know, you'd be a metalhead or a punk or whatever, mm. and uh, now it's more like everyone's got got a favorite kind of hip hop band and a, and a fav- as well favorite as, punk band yeah. and, and a favorite metal band. And everyone's kind of into everything now. You know, it's sort of uh, like we have that that kind of favorite thing that we, we sort of relate to more. Yeah. But at the same time, well, the music's free, so yeah, you know, we don't have to pay thirty five bucks anymore every time we want to hear a new album or anything. No, you can so. go online and listen to it. There'd be some way of streaming it, or if you want to be a genuine good guy, you could probably buy it online for a little bit cheaper, like than you would yeah. uh, in in like in in a retail store because there's always that upmarket. They've got to make money on these things too. So so there's like lots of people out there listening to Napalm Death, but then listening to Adele at the same time. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, just I whatever love- mood they're in. 
But uh, I always love just, just, especially when you when you look at the person too, and they and they just seem they could come across like a, just a genuine, normal blue collared person or whatever it is, and then they're just like, yeah, no, I like to listen to some chill shit, and then sometimes I like I like it when they're screaming on my face to like mutilate my my, my body parts and stuff like and stuff yeah, like totally. that. Yeah, you know? totally. And it's just it's quite a, quite quite a funny dynamic as well. You see it, and it's just it makes me smile. You know, like I just love it because it's it's expressive as well. Depends on what mood you need to get into for like uh, certain workplaces or whatever. Oh if, yeah, if you have like, to feel a you bit know, uh, working out of the confrontational. Gym. You're working out of the gym. You always, you always like for me. I'd always listen to the heavy shit, just something to get you pumped up. Like you're not going to be wanting to listen to anything soppy or anything with like <laughs> like like that sad connotation to it. Like you just want something to amp you up so you can get through these sets and. Yeah, totally. You know, get out of there and, you know, get get the recovery time and all that shit. Earbuds yeah. are awesome for work too. Just yeah. earbuds save me, I think. I, um, I see that that sucks because at my work I'd, I'd, I want that to be like a, a compulsory thing. But the problem is is that we have to re- – because we work in such a big yard, we, we require like two-way radios to communicate. Yeah. And we're also driving uh, – big 10 ton forks so there's a lot of noise already so half of the radio is already drowned out uh by the fork while you're driving so you've, oh, you've okay. got to be concentrating while you're driving and like to listen out for the two-way at most times as well yeah. and so yeah my <laughs> yeah, earbuds for me i want it it's just not practical but i just know like my my hearing's going to be so short <laughs> incorporating with like all the music I've listened to and then working in like an industrial environment I just know my hearing's going to be shot soon it's not good but you know what worth it I had a hearing test recently like uh, through work and whatnot and uh, apparently mind. mine's really good oh. and uh, you know I played uh, music and have been at so many concerts and whatnot yeah. I was quite surprised so <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last time I saw you play, you had earbuds in, didn't you, when you were playing? No, I've never worn uh, ear protection. Uh, I could have sworn you were. I know you wore a headband. I know you used to do that shit. <laughs> um, but I could have sworn you had earbuds in. Maybe it was someone else I'm thinking of. But, yeah, like I remember back in the day people would be like, oh, that dude's soft for having earbuds in. I'm like, you know what? I don't think so. Like now that I've gotten older and thought about it, like, no. He's just really protective about his hearing. Like, oh, yeah, that's there's shit is important. It. Like, yeah. so what if it makes him look like a softie? Who cares? Like, you know, at least he's going to be able to hear you by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able true. to hear shit. You know, your head's right next to the fucking amp. You know, I've done that a few <laughs> times and like my ears are fucking buzzing for like the next four or five hours. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, you just don't care in that moment. You're just in, in the moment. You know, you just love hearing that shit. Um, but yeah, mo- moving on anyway. Like, so with listening to such a, a, a wide variety of, of music and, and, and growing up with that scene as well back in the day for you, what was your writing habits and, and process like uh, from, you know, when you wanted to be in a band, when you picked up the bass for the first time, like who was it, um, like – how did you how did you get about writing it? Did you write it down in a book um, so or did you just I, I wing from, it? I from uh, tabs, just uh, in, going through online, tab books. Yeah. And I remember uh, all the first stuff I learned was kind of like thrash, uh, mm. like old, just, you know, uh, a lot of the first thrash stuff like uh, Pantera, Metallica, yep. stuff like that. And uh, some Sepultura, I remember. Sepultura. They, they were yeah, like my good very shit. first riffs. Arise, I, I think it was the first song I heard from them, and it was just straight up thrashy. And I, yep. it, it started out with like this real kind of like spooky intro sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah. Just like, and it just picks in straight away. 
Yeah, they were. The, that was. It was actually off a rise. Yeah, I remember. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was one of those songs off that that I remember I learned. And uh, like uh, with some of those those songs, uh, if you just learn one song, you can pretty much play an instrument. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. Like that's that's also another thing that I I always think about as well. Like if a lot of people will always be like, oh, I can't stand it. It's like screamo, yada yada. Cool, but like, have you ever tried playing one of their songs on an instrument, or even trying to do that with your voice? Like, yeah, it's, it's the same thing with like, you know, like as you said earlier, well, like Adele, like with you know, it's it's a talent to sing with a really nice, clean voice, as well as it being a talent to scream your lungs out yeah. and not fuck the not fuck your lungs. You know, there's a real talent behind that, and if you don't pay, like, if you don't do it right, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do it for very long. You're gonna tear your vocal cords up and everything. Yeah, it's so funny. there's a real um, there's a real art and talent towards it, and I people I don't think people really just they don't think about that. Yeah, half well, the you time. know, like and, a, oh, I can't understand <laughs> it. It's like cool, man, but like like the sorry? average the average uh, sort of bogan at work or whatever who sort of just listens to the Jimmy Barnes or something, <laughs> like, and when they they kind of go, uh, oh, what is what is all that rah rah nonsense? Rah rah like, nonsense. Know, yeah, and you just kind of go, well, you know, it's uh, actually pretty talented, uh, mm. especially the drumming in a lot of metal. Uh, <laughs> My old man doesn't really say too much, but like I remember one time I just had this absolutely, I knew it was an absolutely ridiculous song like it was just noise it was just noise i knew it was too i was pretty sure the band was called extreme noise terror um so oh, just, yeah, yep. yeah and like there was just one of these songs where there was it just at an absolute mental point and um dad walks behind he's like what is that shit <laughs> and for <laughs> me i just couldn't stop i i it made me laugh because yeah like he, he's not a, he's a man of very few words and you know when he speaks you listen and he was like what is that shit i'm like uh you're just not with it dad i, I remember it. like uh my my dad saying to me about uh bands that i played in and stuff mm. and I, I played something to him and uh, he was a very good musician. He was in the uh, New Zealand Army Band and he toured the world and all this kind of thing with, with brass band music. And yeah. So he's he's one of these guys that can play a piano and sing and uh, play a trumpet and play all these different instruments, guitars and all this kind of thing. And he was a conductor of these, uh, you know, uh, uh, like uh, brass bands or whatever. And, That's um, awesome. And he uh, – uh, him and my sister are, uh, are these people that are actually very good musicians. And my sister's got a degree in it and all this. And she sings like the national anthem at, uh, you know, these oh, no events shit. and yeah. all this kind of thing. But then I was kind of this guy that was in punk bands and yeah. whatnot. I'm kind of the, like a the complete, black sheep of the music uh, yeah. fa- in the family or whatever. And uh, I remember when he uh, first heard some of the punk bands or whatever, the thrash and stuff that I was doing, he was yeah. like, uh, why don't you just play something that, everyone can listen to yeah. instead of this. You know? yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's always, I, there's always a stigma to it. And it always gives me the shits because like I've, I've tried playing some of the songs that, you know, they tell you to go and listen to and stuff and it's not challenging in any way, but then you want to go and go and try and learn a Slayer song or something like that. You know, there's the fast tempo and, and keeping up with it. Like, that's more of a challenge, you know. I, I get it that you you think I should play 
nicer stuff for everybody to listen to, but I don't enjoy that as much as wanting I to think, try and thrash all, my guitar. You yeah, know? I, th- I think also like uh, stuff like brass band music or uh, orchestra. You know, I like, love that. I love they, that. Oh, I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with it, but I, I think if you're that kind of musician, you they're, they're more people who are um, copying a song that's already been written mm. um, exactly, and they're really talented and all that kind of thing. But I think there's people who don't want to do that. They don't mm. want to just do – it's like – uh, a covers band or something. I, I especially love it when bands um, incorporate like the orchestral sound and like pianos and stuff like that, especially like the heavier bands. Like I'm pretty sure uh, Flesh God Apocalypse, they're from Italy or whatever. And to their roots, they have, I think they're a five or a six man band and they have a pianist in the band as well, but he's like professionally trained. Like you should hear some of the shit that he plays. I'll put it on here because we're playing music off the, off the podcast bubble right now and i'm pretty sure i've got him on here somewhere so i'll have a look and yeah he's just insanely talented just yeah so so good to listen to and i love hearing that sort of stuff as well oh, sweet you know um i i wanted i've wanted to learn how to play piano for ages i've just or i don't know i've just always had something get in the way or i've just gotten distracted you know but i am i i'm feeling like you know the the time is now i'm getting into this sort of uh environment of being around musicians more and stuff i reckon yeah, I, should, do it. I should you know go buy a cheap one even if i don't play it that much i can just dabble with it and you know it's someone's all- like can you play it i'll be like yeah i dabble and then i could just go up to it and play one or two songs and they could be like oh fuck yeah that's sick and be like that's all i got but well it's funny you know. like with music and whatnot i think a, a, a lot of people kind of uh, go oh well you make no money out of it like why are you doing it Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I can attest to this. Like, it's yeah. actually, uh, you do get quite a reward out of it. Because, I mean, you, you look at people who, uh, you know, you might just work with or see around or whatever. And the people who um, just go to work mm. and die, and that's about it. You know, it's it can, just, yeah, it's yeah. a bummer. You know what I mean? That's just a bummer. You know, like you should follow your, your you know, your interests and Absol- Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is exactly, that's what I'm trying to do. Like mm. I was, I'm, I was getting in that rut and um, I figured I should, you know, instead of just thinking about it, I should finally just pull the trigger. And, yeah. You know, I finally kind of got over that anxiety bubble and just uh, um, sent it off to Zane. And like, luckily he was like, let's meet. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh my God, I'm actually going to do this shit. You know? So once, once that happened, I just, the ball kept rolling and I've just tried, just tried focusing on that when I can. And it's funny, and, and, like with bands like this, uh, or performing in any way, well, mm. but especially with bands, there's no real training. So it's like, you are going to be full of anxiety the first time mm. you get on a stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just are going to, you know, that's going to happen. So it's like you just got to go through you the, ba- the bad bit yeah, and then just embarrass yourself, get booed or whatever. Yeah, whatever happens. And then happens. just move on from there and then, you know, just just keep it fun. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's – I eventually will want to play live. I know I will. When it happens, I don't know, but I, I eventually want to get in a fucking band and play live at some point, whether it be screaming at all mic or playing guitar or whatever, I don't care, you know. I'll get there at some point, but, you know, for the moment, I'm just wanting to, you know, hear people talk about the music yeah, scene and yeah. shit, you know. I think it's fucking great, and people should be able to hear about it more and, like, the roots of it and what it's like and what can make things better and how much, like, especially like the, the the political system as well can play into what the scene is like these days with influences on how people write music and, you know, even uh, attitudes towards men and women, like the, the, the gender stereotypes and all that bullshit. 
um, it's it's interesting just interesting to see now how much it's playing a part too. And I want people to have that that fucking podium to stand on and be like, you know, let's let's get it out there and let's find let, let's let's see how this goes because yeah, it's it's good for um <clears throat> there's not enough of it. That's you know, there's not enough out like enough exposure for it in my eyes anyway. And I I'd, I'd love more of it to happen. Like especially with what you've told me so far, it's I, half the shit you've told me is fucking outstanding. Oh, right. thanks. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's it's something I'm learning. Like, it's something I'm able to learn new every day, and or even every week when I come on here and do it. I think it's awesome, especially to hear about uh, how people have been influenced on what music they write. That's I love that as well because then you go and listen to their music, and you can kind of get that relation to it. Like, you can build that sort of oh, so this was his influence at the time, and or you know just. Just that complete aspect of it all, um, and and in saying that, like with idolizing musicians, um, when it came to writing your stuff, were there any like particular musicians? Like, say, uh, you you're a bassist, so was it Johnny? Was it Johnny Ramone? Say, was was he the bassist? No, um, I can't remember now. I'm I've got to Google this. Oh, shit. there was a few bass players in the for, Ramones. for the for the Ramones. Um, like, but say, who was your when you first picked up the bass? Like, I was just spitting fucking fire. I'm I got no idea here. I'm already, I I don't drink that much anymore. But I'm halfway through a tally and I'm fucking <laughs> I'm already getting saucy again. This happened last time. The last time I was on, um, I I had a bit uh, maybe one beer too many, and I only had two beers, and I was like fucking woo. Um, yeah, it, I don't drink that much anymore. So when I do, I got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so with the like um oh well, and yeah like particular ba- like a particular uh, like bass basis. players yeah yeah like Tom Araya uh, from Slayer well, for I, example you know oh yeah well Tom Araya yeah like well course. there you go he, yeah. he's one like I anyone who can scream and or, or sing and play an instrument at the same time. That I have is that a much, talent, by the way. I, it is. Like that I know. Is I've tried doing it once. You have and to learn how to do. I tried it like once and I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not fucking doing that again. So I'd either just stick to one and put my whole focus on that one. You know, <laughs> otherwise I don't want a half ass you know, two things. I want a whole ass one thing. So yeah, yeah. either stick to playing guitar or I'll stick to like screaming into a mic myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, yeah, so Tom Array is one. Like any, uh, anyone else? That you uh, first well, I remember, up? like when I was learning how to play bass, uh, I I learned how to do the first half of uh, the 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 bass solo on Kill 'Em All. Um, oh, yeah, Metallica's yep. first album, yeah, or whatever. I, the, one of the first songs I learned to play on guitar was off Kill 'Em All as well. Four Horsemen. Oh yeah, um, sweet. Yeah, that was that was a fucking banger. The early Metallica was always good shit. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so well, early they, they were considered stuff. a punk band, apparently. Like, like uh, thrashy, yeah, yeah, thrashy punk or whatever you call it, whatever. Because I, th- yeah. I think like bands like GBH and whatnot were the first kind of bands to speed their guitars up to, uh, to that degree or yeah, whatever. Oh, could have been. I, I could be yeah. wrong, but I think that's kind of the history of it. And then kind of um, thrash came out, so it was like metal, uh, but then you know had uh, you know speed thrash bits in it mm. or whatever. So I think. Um, Thrash bands were kind of mistaken for, you know, punk bands uh, initially or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, I can understand that. And Kill Em All, when you listen to it now, actually kind of does sound a bit punk. It does, with that rawness to it, especially being, what was it recorded? Like back in uh, 80-something? Yeah, I I can't remember, uh, 83 or something? Yeah, like super old, super old. So, of of course, it's got that rawness to it. And I I love hearing that shit too as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, excuse me, sorry. Um, so it was like Tom Arad, anyone else like that that you sort of just went like? Um, can like you think of learning. like who was who was the first one that you thought of like say first band that you ever listened to? But like you know, it might have been the music that you uh, that that got you into it at first. But like obviously, when you enjoy the music, you also want to know what that like each band member like you know how much do they like the music that they write? What do they do? Like how do they, how's their process? Like what gear do they use? I want to sound just like them, sort of thing. You know, he's a fucking awesome bass player. I love his I love his riffs. I love all that crap. Like yeah, like yeah. when I uh, like an early teen, like, mm. I would say like uh, Black Flag and um, yeah, that, yeah, that's a, and that's Kim a... Deal actually from the Who, Pixies. Uh, there was a band called the Pixies. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, the Pixies. Uh, yeah, I uh, like some of the bass lines in that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And that was all stuff that was recorded, like literally in someone's bathroom or something. Apparently, yeah. And- See, I love uh, when when I did um, the uh, podcast with Ben Jarvis from Decapitated Mum. Um, you know, the he's a, I love those guys; they're the best. Shout out to those boys. Um, uh, when I go and listen to their their album or EP, whatever it is that they whatever you call it, um, the they just they they'd recorded that only in this dude's bedroom or whatever. You know, yeah. and it's it's fucking quality recording too. Like it's mm. really good. And um, I, I always get blown away by shit like that because then you hear some of the big bands how they go into this fucking massive studio. They got all these producers behind it, or they get it sent away to mixing and editing and all this crap. You hear it come out, and you're like, "This is fucking shit." Yeah, <laughs> like you just spent all this money and effort on this album, like on this album, and it just sounds horrible. And these guys have just recorded a fucking album in some dude's bedroom, and it sounds fucking ten times better. It's kind of cool, actually, because yeah, uh, I love that. It, well, it used to be that uh, you know a band would have to save up thousands of dollars and yeah. all this kind of thing, and they'd have like three days to you know like try and fit in you know fifteen songs or something. Yeah, and how, they, how everyone would be is there that? trying to make sure they get everything right and don't yeah. have to repeat anything. And uh, whereas now uh, the technology is kind of all caught up and. You know, I mean, no one's buying music anymore, but, but you know, and a lot of musicians aren't making money now and whatnot, mm. but at the same time... It's a bit harder to well, make. Well, it's kind of yeah. become a little bit more of the, the punk ethos now, you've, though, hasn't you've, it? You've got to like, be a bit um, more DIY, I think, as well. Well, it, it's not know, the big be... companies controlling it so much yeah. now. Like, it used to be that uh, big companies would... Uh, uh, you know, put that band on TV or whatever, and then everyone would know about it. I mean, there's different versions of mm. that now and whatnot, but you can still just look up a local band. Like, uh, like a mate of mine recently went, "Oh, yeah, my mate's on Spotify now and whatnot." And these guys have never even—I don't know if they've even played a gig. You yeah, know what no I mean, it's just like we're in a different time. It's all accessible now, well, which only- is kind of cool. It was only just recently that uh, local boys Slodge um, just put their EP or whatever onto Spotify, and I chucked that onto this onto the playlist um, that I made. Uh, yeah. And Flange Panties is on there as well. Yeah. I keep hassling the fucking Goon Boys to put their shit on it too. So mm. hopefully they. Uh, hopefully yeah, I don't know how it works with Spotify and crap, but it's not that hard. Yeah, they could they just, could chuck it up there. Yeah. Hassle them and put it on there because more exposure the better, I reckon. And yeah. especially when you like when you're doing DIY style stuff as well, I think. You know, that's always, a, a, I think, a more interesting way, uh, in, a more interesting way to get yourself out there too, because it's well, it's different from what you'd normally see. Well, from what I know, I, I think when you chuck it on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, uh, it goes across all those platforms as well. Yeah, like it just suddenly it's on. There's a YouTube playlist, and there's uh, you know, uh, Apple Music and Spotify. It's all sort of up there. Yeah, no, you're not kidding. 
um, this I'm I'm just putting uh, oracles on it's flesh god. You know, oh, I was telling yeah. you about the the piano from before. Um, yeah, love this shit. Um, so when while you've been playing uh, in in the scene for a fair while, has there been like an up and down sort of it? Like, what was your most favorite part of the lifestyle, and what was your what was probably like your least favorite? Like, you know, like say. The tour, like the touring life or like when you're going to play shows, dealing with the assholes of the crowd or was there any politics you ever had to deal with that bummed you out or even uh, like for the negative side? Well, the negative like, side. Yeah, and then um, positive side. Like what was it awesome to be on the road and Negative shit? side I would say is uh, com- competitiveness between uh, newsos sometimes. Uh, sort of back in the day, not so yeah. much now, but – uh yeah, when I was younger, I remember uh, some people being quite arrogant, and yeah, I think I actually think some uh, ego is is yeah. a uh, problem sometimes with yeah. Like I, I actually reckon that some people shouldn't be on a stage, and they, and they shouldn't <laughs> they be shouldn't in front. soak up that. Well, they should never attention. have some people cheer for them, yeah, because they turn into such wankers, yeah. Just you know what I mean? And uh, you just kind of watch them change and act act really strange, and. Uh, and, and you know, when you're thinking about it, you're just going, dude, it's just some local yeah. music. Yeah. Like, uh, no one's famous here or anything. Yeah. And uh, no one's rich or anything from any of this. So, um, yeah, that arrogance uh, with some people, um, certainly not. It's ma- not everybody. Not many. Yeah. Yeah, not but, many yeah. but just the ones who I've seen that happen with, I just kind of go, wow. <laughs> you take a step You are back. delusional. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> It does. It does shine through. I think with some of them, some of them are well deserving of having that ego. It just fits them, you know. Like, and it's great, especially when it becomes an onstage persona, like yeah. as well. I love that. Like, because like in the last year or so for me, like I've gotten back into watching like wrestling and like local wrestling and indie wrestling oh, and all that sort of shit. I fucking love it. And like some of the storylines and like how they sell themselves and when they change face uh, and become heel and, you know, baby face and all that crap and the, the, the characters that they make too. I, I, I don't know. I love it. I just, it, well, it's, you know, it's great. You think about and like, it, if you can bring um, that as, as like a, as an onstage persona, as a musician, I think you can go well, far. I love when you it. think about it, uh, wrestling is actually uh, method acting. And uh, you know, like oh, you know, sure. when uh, when they go on Terrible about acting, they go on you, about <laughs> Nic- you know Nicolas Cage uh, eating a cockroach. Uh, you know, he he ate it for real in some <laughs> movie he was in, and they're going like, "Wow, what an amazing method actor!" But you know, with wrestlers, they actually cut their own head open, you know, to get yeah. the blood, and yeah. you know, they you know, there's a few real hits being thrown in yeah. there to no make, make it look good. No one's good. immune and, to taking a proper bump in wrestling and shit. Yeah, you, you kind of go, "Well, Nicolas Cage didn't cut his own face open, did he?" No, you know. No. He he definitely you know took his face off. Oh, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that that's exactly right too. But like, it, I, I love like those on like Gua well, is a great one. The method love, actors and, and they, on top of that, they do their own stunts. Yeah, if they want to eat a fucking cockroach, on, like you want to eat a cockroach, fucking do it then. I'm not going to stop you. Jesus Christ, absolutely. You know that's insane. Um, but yeah, so obviously that's part of the negative side of it, but what about the positives of it? There's always, there's obviously you wouldn't get into something if you didn't enjoy it. And so, yeah, well, um, well, obviously, uh, if, if someone's into it, it's just like someone liking to go surfing or something, yeah. you know, and that's why the thing with uh, musicians and that it's kind of, it's weird to guys uh, who play music and that when someone goes, Oh, why do you do it for? You're not, you're not rich and famous. 
and you you, you're to never going to be a rock star, mate. So get over it, mm. you know. And you kind of look at them and just kind of go, well, you know, do you go up to someone surfing and go, what are you surfing for? You're not going to be yeah, rich and you famous. You go down to the it, local mate. cricket field and say, you guys are never going to fucking play for Australia. Yeah, yeah or some like, guy skating at some a skate park just, and go, yeah. what are you doing that for? You yeah. know, there's just a lot of negative. Um, it's you know, a hobby. Nellies around. You know, it, it, some people it's a hobby and that's all they want to do. Some people do want to be on the big stages and stuff. Fucking let them. They got to start somewhere. Yeah, you know, of course. It's insane how some people can be so judgmental about that. It's like obviously when we say it like that, it's not like everybody's doing that. But there's always that one fuckhead that will ruin your day and instill that doubt into you. And that's all it takes for some people. Yeah, and yeah. Everybody needs to stop being a prick. Oh, know? yeah. So um, anyway, um, but yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, I think we might uh, – play one of your uh, jams from Coldheart, I think, now. I think we're about okay, to sweet. So this one is Reaching to the Converted from your 2014 album. I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, that's so – I apologize. That's horrible. That's um, okay. I should know that. But, yeah, I fucking love the song, though. Um, so how long did it take you to write that one? Uh, well, uh, when, you, when, you wrote this, like, when you wrote that album, like, from memory, like, how, how was the pro- writing process for it? It was mainly uh, one of the other guys in the band. He was kind of um, was a, uh, he, there was Phil and oh, Phil, Dan. yeah. It was yeah. Phil uh, mainly doing a lot of the songwriting and mm. stuff. And uh, we'd sort of chuck in a, a few things uh, yep. into songs like oh, you know, a couple of changes and whatnot. Mm. Um, but when um, uh, Sean came to the band, that uh, the last few songs uh, the, I wrote those ones. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, for that album though, it was mainly all Phil. All Phil, yeah, yeah, That's and I sick. just went around to his house and we just recorded it. Yeah, yeah so just so like you guys, your DIY style, you did it at a mate's yeah, place. Yeah, DIY, and then yeah. um, uh, where did we go again? We went somewhere and recorded it. Yeah, uh, I think it was somewhere in West End. Obviously, when, cheaper to do it DIY style like that as well. Well, I mean, the the cool thing is now when you when you rehearse or jam or make music and stuff, the technology's there that yeah. you can actually record it and kind of have a a rough version of um, what you you know, an album's going to sound like. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. All right, cool. Well, I'm, I'm keen to fucking hear it, so let's get this one cranking, all right? Sweet. Awesome. All right.
that was reaching to the converted. That's a that, that's a fucking banger, man. Oh, so, thank you, thank you. Um, that was 2014. That one, and now we've you guys might not be hearing this, obviously, but we've just started playing on Spotify. Uh, Mikey's other band that we've just been talking about, Sausage Chopper. Honestly, go check these guys out. They're oh, they're they're awesome. They've got some awesome names. Uh, to get you going to, to to party on hard like hate fuck and dirt in dirt in my history and spit on a pig. That's a we're we're playing that one right as we speak. So get on that one. But yeah, like I mean, just hearing that sort of stuff as well. Like it, with with cold hearts, it's got a bit more of a change up in 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 the style of sound that's written. Whereas with sausage chopper, there's definitely a lot more of a in your face sort of like get angry let's mosh hard sort of thing cold hearts has still got that vibe with 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 their songs obviously but um not as like let's let's get going right now like i'm looking at you and i'm hearing cold hearts and i want to fight whereas <laughs> yeah, yeah. with 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 these guys now like it, it, you just you hear it and you just want to mosh sort of thing like yeah yeah the, the contrast in sounds where like guys play go from one band to another I'm, i've always enjoyed and that sort of stuff so uh, did you always find like playing in different in different bands and with the different sounds they get with to be a challenge like say was something a little easier like say when you were playing in cold hearts was was it more challenging to play with those guys than it was to play with say sausage chopper or you, you know, like- uh, no, it was oh, a bit easier. Uh, like I think the uh, with cold hearts is more like sort of straight rock and mm-hmm. whatnot. So uh, a bit easier. Yeah. Whereas uh, with uh, more thrashy stuff, uh, it's just a bit more complicated. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. So uh, outside of obviously playing in the in, in the scene and in the and and writing it yourself and and being a part of all that too, you've also actually. Uh, worked in the industry uh not being a musician but actually driving them around and uh uh getting them from a to b sort of thing so you were a, a band driver for a fair yeah, I was while a band driver right? for about uh i think it was about five to seven years or something five, yeah yeah so you've you've got a list in and i've um i've got it on me now and mind you there's a there's a fair few decent bands on here that you've actually uh worked with so i don't think we're going to be able to get through them all but we'll no no we'll we'll name a few and okay maybe maybe some of you people would be out there interested in listening to this so i think okay hit me yeah all right so straight off the bat we'll go with slayer slayer will probably be the first one off the bat what Uh, was it like to drive them around oh they were really nice guys yeah Yeah, uh, uh, like tom array is a really uh really chilled guy isn't he catholic I think I'm, he I'm pretty is sure now, he's actually, yeah. Weirdly yeah. enough, yeah. you know, and, I mean, one of their albums is God Hates Us All or yep. whatnot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 2001, you know, I'm pretty sure, was that album, God yeah, Hates Us yeah. All. Yeah, that's a cracker of an album too. And I, I remember when I heard something about that and I was like, so he's got, you know, that, that's also an interesting factor where he plays in a band that has obviously preached about, you know, God hating us all, but yet, you know, <laughs> he's a practicing Catholic. You know, it's it's good to see people can differentiate and not, you know, go, Oh, he's preaching hate. He hates God and stuff, but he's actually, you know, a Catholic. All for it. If you want to, you can believe in whatever you want to believe, but he's able, he's been able to separate, you know, religion from what he does. You know, that pays the bills 
<laughs> you know, yeah, I can well, go I mean, and do it, this. It's and, like someone who likes horror movies or something. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that they want to go and kill everyone <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever. If, and, well, it, some, I mean, some of the, the it, it's fascinating, obviously, how someone has come up with the idea of this fucking serial killer going around and doing this shit. Mm. Obviously, and it's fascinating to some people too. But like, you know, the ability to separate, you know, religion and and music and stuff like that is definitely got to stay the way that it is, you know. And I think that's a perfect example too of Araya. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, and well, he's it's obviously entertainment. A, he's obviously a very nice guy. Uh, yeah, he was a nice guy. Uh, Kerry King was a nice guy as well. I always thought Kerry was a bit of an ego dude, but obviously he, not. He's a, he's a wrestling fan, believe it or not. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I, I, like I, I sort of heard him talking, and one of their uh, – they've got a song called uh, – Oh, what is it? I'm it, pretty it, sure I know the one. It's, it's called it's Here named, Comes the Pain. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Here Comes the Pain. No, and, it was called Warzone, I think. Oh, Warzone, was and it? And it was named after a WCW TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, there was an old show called Warzone, WCW or whatever. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah. didn't know that, you know. That's and, awesome. I could, I could, I know, I'm sure of it that Slayer had another one, like Here Comes the Pain. It could have either been like Brock Lesnar's walkout song or some shit for one point or oh, something. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, now that you mention it too, I didn't, that, that's awesome. So they've obviously got influences well, I think from so. like That's what I heard them talking about. Or, or maybe they were just thinking about naming a song Warzone or something. Yeah, but, no, no, they, they definitely have a song called Warzone. Oh, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they do. I know the one, yeah. I'll, I'll put it up on the podcast bubble as well later on. There was this point where I, I realized how nice of a guy uh, Tom Araya was where I like I dropped his uh, laptop mm. or whatever when I was get, uh, helping them get their luggage out of <laughs> yeah. their, their uh, van or whatever and at the airport and uh, his, his laptop drops out, falls on the ground Ooh. and I was like, ah, shit. And <laughs> there then, goes uh, my job. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, – he just picks it up and goes, oh, fuck, man, that's my laptop, da, 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 you know, and uh, he's just checking if it's okay and stuff. And then I think it was fine. Yeah. And then um, he just uh, – he looks at me and goes, man, if I get back to, uh, uh, you know, America and this thing's broken – I'm coming back to get you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what a nice guy. Like he was, he was, yeah, very, he was you know, he was humorous. Like, yeah, he wasn't too shitty about it, obviously. No, like, they, yeah. were, they were very cool. Yeah. That, that was one of those, like. I mean, that's the sort of thing, that shit sort of happens, obviously. It wasn't, wasn't, it was an accident, but, you know. Oh, of course. You know, like some people are either going to take it one way or they're going to take it the other. He, he took it the way that you. We're, yeah, like there was no ego or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's cool. So, um, what do I do with the list? Hang on, we got a who else have we got here? Uh, oh, here's another one, Scott Ian. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Well, I I remember uh, <clears throat> they're really Scott politically. Ian, sorry, Scott Ian of Anthrax. If anybody didn't know, but yeah, sorry. Continue. Well, yeah, uh, there was a really politically incorrect band back in the day called uh, uh, Stormtroopers of Death. Uh, SOD and um, Scotty M was the guitarist in that band. Yeah. And um, anyway, I, rem- I, I he was he was one guy I did sort of because like uh, when you're a, a band driver or whatever, you've got to kind of pretend that you don't even care who they are, you know. And just got to look forward, keep driving, get yeah, them to the destination. Yeah, just like yeah, I don't even beat. know who this person is don't, or whatever. Oh, oh but, so um, you're playing a band, right? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. What band are you playing? <laughs> I was secretly you're like fuck. He plays a Slayer, shit. Yeah. But with him though, with Scotty, and I have to admit, I did say, oh man, I think some of those riffs in SOD still stand up today. Pretty good yeah. thrash riffs, you know. And he was actually really nice, and yeah. he just went, "Thanks, man." You know? Yeah. And he, so he was a nice guy. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was at uh, he was at 
Supernova this year, or it might have been. Um, he did a one spoken, of those, one spoken of those, word tour, I think. One of those comic, yes, but he did a spoken word tour, and he was also at one of those like comic or Comic Con things or something that was on fairly recently. I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he was doing something like that, like in in Brisbane uh, around the same time as his spoken word tour as well. Oh, that yeah, would have been, cool. that would have been interesting to check out too. I'd forgotten all about it to be honest. Um, okay, so oh, there was the other one. Uh, Zach Della Rocha, R A T M, Rage Against the Machine. What was that one like? Oh, he he was uh, was really- he telling you that he's never going to come back and <laughs> and reform Rage Against the Machine again? <laughs> well, he was touring with uh that other group he's in. Um, uh, that was One Day as a Lion. I'm pretty that's sure. It. Yeah, it was like some yeah, like it's like a side, rap, yeah, uh, hip hop sort of thing that he did. Yeah, it was not heavy or anything. No, no, uh, it wasn't anything R A T M style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was really good though. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I did Just hear probably it. not my taste or whatever. He played, he did Soundwave, I'm pretty sure, years ago. Like it was 2012 or 2013 or yeah, that you went was it. to. Yeah, was that, that was the one it. that you did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what was what was he like? He was a really cool guy. Yeah, down uh, to earth. Like almost almost so nice that it was like, um, like I remember I, uh, I pulled in front of some people or whatever and they were rude to us uh, yep, yep. when I was going into the airport. Uh, because they were they were like uh, cutting me off or whatever, and then I had to kind of cut them off because I was like, well, you know, they're getting on the plane, so you know, I'm gonna have to be rude to some people on the road or whatever. Yeah, and then um, they were doing the finger to us or something. <laughs> so it was actually pretty intense. <laughs> like it was. Like, oh, they were getting angry. Yeah. these people in this other car, and then um, <laughs> and then I remember him going, "Man, I really want to do the finger back to them. I really Can you do." Imagine, like, imagine but, if they knew who he was too, and they'd be like. This Motherfuckers giving me the finger. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. Maybe we should just tone it down a bit. But then uh, he didn't. And it, like, and that's when I went, wow, what a nice guy. He, yeah, I know. He, he thought about he it. He was so nice. He just wouldn't even do the finger he, to these people. It was, it was like, mate, you could have gotten away with it. You're in a different country. You're all sweet. Yeah, it's, it would have been okay. You yeah. Know. Like, you know, they're doing it to us. It's perfectly welcome to do it back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that that's, that's cool though. Like, he's obviously a pretty down to earth dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there was one I actually wanted – you told me about this one before and I wanted to ask. Um, Hatebreed, you got a good one about Hatebreed. Well, apparently they got into like a fight. Uh, there was like a fight uh, at the hotel or was whatever. This, which – was this at a uh, festival? Jamie or one Jester. Of uh, uh, pretty sure they were playing at River Stage. River Stage, in okay. And um, yeah, something happened there. But I think that's just how they uh, – I don't know. They get along. They got along and they like it. Well, like I remember he jumps in and just goes, uh, man, we fight and stuff, but man, you've just got to understand we fight like brothers, (laughs) like brothers, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I just went, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly normal. Let's get in a proper fist fight. Yeah, but also really nice, awesome guy that Jamie Jasta, really nice guy. That's cool. Really talkative and uh, polite. Because they've been a, they've been a band for uh, ages now too, haven't they? Yeah, he's twenty got his odd own years or some podcast shit now or whatever as well, doesn't he? Podcasts podcast seem to be the way uh, people are going these days, aren't they? <laughs> 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 no, it's good though. I, I, I like to see people doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, it's um, good. So, what else have we got here? So, Hatebreed like to enjoy fighting each other. Um, who else have we got here? Oh, we'll, we'll go. We'll change it up a little bit. What about uh, Pennywise? 
Uh, Penny, uh, really nice guys. I, I remember I spoke to the uh, what's the singer's name again? Oh, I can't um, remember. I mean, can't we can, remember. We, we'll, we'll check. But he it was out. filling me in on how bands make money these days and whatnot, and yeah. uh, that was really interesting, you know. And you know, you kind of realise why bands tour so much now, you know. Oh, nowadays, it, yeah, it yeah. really is about the touring now. And well, if people aren't, if people don't see enough of you, they're going to forget about you, and obviously, they're not going to want to hear more from you and stuff. So, if you keep staying in their face. Obviously, there's yeah. gonna either you're gonna catch that big break. People are gonna be like, these dudes are, you know, their their work ethic is crazy. Obviously, let's give them that chance. Let's bump them up and see how they go. You know, um, is uh, uh, Jim the, the, the Jim Lindbergh? No, Jim or Water? Um, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'll think. Yeah, I'm sure it is Jim. Uh, yeah, Jim Lin, uh, James William Lindbergh. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know if he was the original one or not, but um, yeah, he was he was a singer. Oh, okay, uh, right. He, I don't know if he was the one at the time that you uh, that you met him with. Um, so and obviously, that, most- that, uh, that Fletcher guy was really nice. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a yep. cool guy. Um, he's got <laughs> like his uh, he's got a ta- well, he had a tattoo on his arm, which was. Literally just one line going down the middle of his arm. Oh, really? <laughs> like he just grabbed the tattoo gun and just drawn a line <laughs> down his arm, and he was just. Uh, he Why just, does that seem like such a punk thing to do? Well, as he just well, said like, to me, do you, you know, he just goes, "Do you like my sleeve?" Uh, you know. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Great art." <laughs> well, yeah. no, no, they were all really. Really nice guys. Yeah. Uh, not so, that I, I, I mean, I didn't really hang out with them too much or anything. Yeah. You know? So obviously there are some guys, mo- most of them are pretty down to earth, but obviously sometimes you can come across some that have got a little bit of an ego. So I've got a feeling that these guys, I don't know, might have. So what about. Uh, okay, hit me. Uh, <laughs> bring me the horizon. What about them? Oh, they, they were okay. But uh, I mean, when I drove them, I think they were probably 21. Or like whatever. super young. When, how long ago was this? Uh, a while back. Yeah. I, I don't even remember what year or yeah. anything, but uh, they were okay. Mm. They were all right. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could go into it, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I don't want to be too nasty. About if you don't want to kick them while they're down, whatever. I mean, they're doing all right for themselves now. <laughs> I mean, there was a bit of an ego on the yeah. singer, it seemed, but he, but he seemed okay. Um, yeah. You know, as in he wasn't rude to me, so yeah. you know, it just. Bit of a dick to other people. <laughs> Possibly, but, you know, then again, we were all 20-year-olds at one point, weren't we? You know, so. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we've all probably been a bit rude to, to people ourselves. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, well, I don't think we're going to be able to get through the whole list, so I'm going to finish with uh, one more and bit of a bit of a change up sum 41 you were telling me this uh this story a bit uh recently oh and, yeah um, yeah uh i was a bit blown away by it so uh hit me with this one i want oh well the- look apparently well, I, I remember they were the only band on this show where i was, I was driving them that had us a, a personal security guard yeah and uh some other people on the show were going why why is that one band got got a personal security guard there mm-hmm. with them? i remember I, I you know i showed the security guy around River stage and stuff like yep. where 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 there could be possible shooters or yeah. whatever and uh, <laughs> and uh, I remember like uh, you know I said to one of them like uh, you know uh, oh so what why have you got a personal security guard or whatever and then um, this guy uh, he uh, he said to me like apparently. They had been uh, because the singer was going out with Avril Lavigne at the time. Yep. Um, apparently, they they'd been getting attacked 
by like stalker seriously avril lavigne fans yeah that's who were like you know like uh, jealous, I guess. Of, That's so uh, fun. Their singer being with her or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And so th- that was weird. People are fucked, man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's strange. You know, like, so what? Why does their dating life matter? Like, you're there to fucking hear their music. I don't understand that. That's fucked. Yeah, so that was weird. But they were also really nice guys too, you know? Yeah. So that's good. I haven't bitched about anyone tonight. It's good. <laughs> oh, we'll see. The list isn't done yet. We can always come back that's to it. That's true. Later that's true. Day. We never yeah. got to Tom DeLong. So no. let's not. No. Oh, fuck. I forgot it. No, fuck it. No. No. Yeah, no, we're no, gonna, no, no. No. All right. Nah, nah, nah. All right. Well, no. Okay, then. Well, we. If I'm pretty sure a lot of people know who fucking Tom DeLong is anyway. So we'll keep that one for uh, the next one. So if people are keen to get Mikey back on, make sure you fucking hassle me and hassle him to hassle me so we can talk about aliens and shit because I know that's what he's all about. So I'm pretty sure everybody loves to talk about aliens. I don't care who you are. Anyway, um, so in, in, in saying that as well, obviously, you've, you've, you've been here and there in the scene. You've worked in the scene. You've played in the scene. Have, is there anything you, you want to see more in, in like done with the scene these days? Like anything that needs to change drastically in terms of attitudes or – like you know, as in the uh, Queensland music scene. And yeah, yeah. Stuff. In general, like, or if you wanted to keep it even more local, like just the Brisbane scene in general, like how, like what you've, because you you go out and check out bands fairly regularly from from yeah, what I, I would understand, yeah. um, from what I have understood uh, from knowing you and stuff, I've seen you out and about a bit. Um, so you've you've been around it a fair bit as well as you know going back in the day to now. Like, is there something that is still around to this day that should have gone ages ago. You know I what mean, I mean? It's, or it's like, all like personal opinion, isn't it? Yeah. You know, like what's a good band, what's a bad band, mm. or, you know, what's good art or what's bad art. You know, so it's all just personal opinion, I guess, yeah. you know. So, I mean, I, I never want to sort of go, oh, everyone should do this, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's like, not what we're uh, after, obviously. Well, but you know, some people, you know, they're just not into that, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, on a personal if there, if, note, if there's something I mean, that, yeah. I, would, I would, you know, I would say – um one thing, uh, one thing that does get a bit, a, a little bit uh, boring, I guess, for a patron sometimes is seeing bands just imitate a famous band or whatever. You know, you know. Uh, so you're not like just to clarify. Like it's not like you're not cl- you're something not, original. You know, you're not talking about like cover bands or anything like that. You're just you're no, talking about actual bands, bands uh, like that just seem to like come across like a band you already know. Yeah, you know when, when you can almost name the band that they're doing? Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? You I, can almost go, oh, that's Suicide Silence. All right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you can kind of uh, just, yeah, it's just very imitating. Yeah, that same sort of tone. But that's and, just my opinion, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, that can just, I think it just gets a bit boring. I think it, I think lately, for me, me personally, I think it's definitely gotten better, like in terms of, not so much the exposure that it's gotten to, but uh, just how much more is happening again now as well. Like they like for a good period, like recently there was just shows happening all the time, but I know it's obviously hard as well when venues keep fucking shutting down or, you know, changing names and becoming something completely different. So that's always a challenge to mm. that. That would be something that would, I would like to see changed. Fucking venues stop shutting down. Oh, sake. actually one thing New is Globe, I was so staring- sad about that. 
another thing is stop staring at your phone when you're at gigs. Yeah. Like, you know, I was at this uh, Kiss concert, mm. I don't know, a couple of years back or whatever. Uh, I just got some free tickets and just kind of went, oh, I'm doing nothing. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll just go, go casually go see Kiss. Kiss. Why not? Yeah. And, like, I, I was there and Gene Simmons was, like, on these wires, like, literally flying above the crowd or whatever. <laughs> and I remember looking around job. and there was dudes, you know, just staring at their phones anyway. Like, They're like, you know, oh, I've seen this on YouTube anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. The fuck, man, really? And you could kind of see the band even acknowledging it a bit. Yeah. Like sort of going, can everyone like pay attention to us? I mean, they didn't say those words, yeah. but you know what I mean? It was a little bit... Uh, yeah. It could, it, it it's could... kind of like people are watching television sometimes when they're watching a live show and it's like, no, it's a real guy in front of you, you know? Yeah, uh, like, oh, just, yeah, like you're sitting there when you're, uh, at the couch and you're watching telly and in between all that you're scrolling on your phone. You would, why would you be doing the same thing out when you're trying to watch a band that you really like? Or Yeah, yeah. And if it's not a band that you like, go stand at the very back. So they're not gonna. They can see you that you're not actually genuinely watching the show. Like yeah. you, you, you're doing something else. Fine, but don't stand up right in front of us and be on your phone. You know, I, I get that. Like that, that can oh, be a little totally. dis, that can be a little disheartening. Like it doesn't. You know, are you interested in listening to what I'm playing right now, or are you just like you're just filling up space? Like let someone else take your spot and get into it. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So I, I get where you're coming from in that. Like I suppose in this in today's age with technology as well, people are oh, like, I mean, I'm, I'm like guilty we, of it we too. We all stare at our phones. Yeah, you know, I'm we're, guilty we're of in it, that yeah. time. You know, we all stare at, at screens all the time. Yeah, and um, you know that's fine. But I I think uh, you know sometimes though it's just it it. it it's actually a bit weird, you know, like where it's at this point where it's like this yeah. guy's like setting himself on fire on a stage or something. And, and you're like, and these oh, guys sick, are a puppy. Staring at their phone, you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, why f- don't you just stay home, really? Oh. I got another fucking five likes on my comment about the about the guy on fire. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just watch it instead and then tell people. Or if, you you know, film it and then put it up and then just, you know, put it down and then just watch the rest of it unfold. Like, you've got the snippet of it. Cool. Everybody knows that you just saw a man on fire. I mean, like, I, you know, I like, know, and then just get back into it again. Put your phone away. There's a guy yeah. I know. I get that. Uh, who recently said that he was da- uh, like dancing at a show, mm. and um, uh, the people around him got really angry at him. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, he like wasn't, moshing he wasn't dancing like being aggressive like, either. Yeah. Like he was just having a good time. Yeah. And I think he bumped into someone or something. People are getting testy. And all these people a got really angry at him, and it was well. just like, wow, what are we at church? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> What are we I've, doing I've, here? The last few shows I've actually been to, like a couple of them in a bit of fats, and um, the crowds haven't been big per se, but there's been enough there to have a mosh pit at least of some degree. And and we know what fats is like, obviously, as well. It's not a massive area to do it, but yeah, it's quite intimate as well. Like it's a floor show essentially. Yeah. Um. So moshing in a, in a big crowd and stuff could get a bit dicey, but especially with like that hardcore dancing and shit too, people can get quite agitated so e- like quite easily um, if they get bumped and stuff. And it happened a couple of times too where these people got G'd up at each other in the pit. And I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Like if you don't want to get bumped as well, like this is obviously the area yeah, where people are going to start doing it. If you're not into it, that's okay. No one's going to judge you for it, but don't stand in someone's way where you could potentially get hit when you don't want to be getting hit. You know, they want to be getting in the moment and start doing their moshing shit. Fine. If you want to like, I'm personally not a fan of that fucking HXC shit where you throw your limbs around and your legs and shit, because I've been concussed from that, like unintentionally back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like I was just walking up through to get to the front of the pit and some guy's fucking thrown his leg around in a, like a fucking roundhouse kick style thing, whatever it is. And he's got me right across the chin and I've fucking just seen, like I didn't get knocked down, but like he fucking got me real good. And I was, I, I just remember seeing white like for a good like 10 seconds and I was like, where the fuck am I? And I looked, did the old Google search and shit, you know, like, and Google symptom myself and I'm like, I've had it happen to me before. And I was like, yeah, no, I got concussed. <laughs> you know, that, that didn't feel good. So, I, and I, I know I did too. Cause later on in that day, my head, I just had the worst headache and shit too. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to sleep for a while. Yeah. So, you know, so, and it, it's risky. I probably shouldn't have, I should have, shouldn't have been lazy and tried cutting through the middle. But I mean, like you don't, ex- it was dark. You didn't, it's hard to see. And then out of nowhere, you've got some the heel of some guy's fucking boot hitting you across the jaw. It's not something that you expect in a mosh pit. And that's understandable, yeah, yeah. you know. Like, obviously, that could get you a little upset. But, um, you know. I remember, you know, uh, Sean. Well, mm. we know Sean. Not yeah, everyone yeah. listening might know Sean. Yeah. Shout out to Sean like, Bear um, as well. And, uh, like, I remember he jumped on my back and I was carrying him. I think yeah. it was him. Jesus, how the oh, fuck oh, were you used to walk after that? Been someone, might have been someone else. I yeah, can't remember. You sure? <laughs> but anyway, some dude, I think I might have bumped him, started just punching me in the face repeatedly. And like, I have Who, to. He was punching Sean. Or? Punching me. Oh, you. And my, so my hands were holding um, yeah, yeah, yeah. a person's legs, their, their thighs. So I couldn't like <laughs> defend myself, you know. Oh, but man. then I remember I just pushed my head forward or whatever. I think this was at a Goon on the Rocks show, and and uh, I actually this was going back a couple of years too. I think I remember ago. the show actually now. Yeah, yeah I was at that show. Was in the yeah, city. it was at Fats. Yeah, and some guy he just went a bit crazy and was just punching me repeatedly in the face. But I have to admit, he punched like a bitch though, because like I didn't really <laughs> notice. Yeah, it was more that when I walked off, I noticed oh, I got a sore face. Yeah. You know? And then I kind of realized, oh, I was he's, getting punched. He's, okay. he's just punched me like three times in the head. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, that's normal, you know. <laughs> that's fucked though. But like, it was just an example of someone getting too angry. It's yeah, like, like just if, calm if, down. If you know that that's going to happen or you feel like there's going to be some factor like alcohol or drugs, you know, it's not like it's a hidden secret that either of those things are uh, are obvious in any scene. It doesn't matter. If you're oblivious to it, then no, well, I, I, but, you know, I like, mean, it's what, like what you say, like if there's a pit or something, mm-hmm. like uh, you don't want to get bumped, well, yeah. just stand to the side. You know, you wouldn't jump in the middle of a football scrum and then expect not to get hurt, which, you know. Or, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, so this whole kind of some guys are banging, banging it, it, around. It's like common, at, like it's an etiquette almost. Like, like just, a... And a, a non-spoken, like, agreement that everybody knows. Like, you go into a pit, obviously, if someone gets knocked down, you pick them up you, and you don't be a prick. If you're a prick, everybody's coming for you, you know? Well, I guess, like, the, the pit rules generally, are, like, there's a front row. Yeah, front and, row, and there's the big yeah, circle in the middle. Yeah, nobody's going to do anything, you know, because yeah. you're right up the front or whatever. And then it's kind mm. of a, you know, a little bit back. And then there's kind of a pit area, that big, I big guess. Pit bit in the middle, yeah. Either you have yeah, like so the push maybe go right or, If you really love the band, maybe go right up the front, mm, or just kind of if you get into the, the mo- into the mood of it all and get like a, like g'd up by it and emotional and shit. Like for me, like when every time I've seen Slayer, I've gone in there and I've always gotten fucked up. Like the first time I saw Slayer was at River Stage, and how dumb is it to have a mosh pit on fucking concrete? Might I add. You know, v- great venue for for spot uh, for uh, Slayer to play, um, but ter- like I said, terrible for having a mosh pit on. I remember seeing I some guy. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's a yeah. brick, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god, yes. And um, 
I remember seeing some guy get like when I was in the pit with him, I some guy got absolutely KO'd um, and he hit the ground hard. Like his, his head didn't hit the concrete, like just the way uh, the shape of his body, like it was more his shoulder that hit first and took the brunt of it. And then his, then his head kind of hit the concrete a little bit, like just sort of like laid onto it almost, but he was, he was hurting and he wasn't uh, all there and I've seen it. And I'm Actually, like, it's not Shit. brick. It's concrete, the ground, isn't it? Yeah, but the, yeah, the yeah, building yeah. is brick. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then the hill obviously is all grass and shit. But, yeah, the main like area around the front is all concrete. Um, and he's eating shit hard. So I've tried cutting across because I sorted it out of the corner of my eyes. And um, next thing I know is I got fucking hit hard in the side. And I've done the same thing as him and I've landed on my side, but I'm well aware of where I am. Like I'm not like he's, he's obviously been hit across the face or something. Like he was a bit concussed when he went down, you know, cause he was out of it. Cause he didn't hit his head when he hit the ground. Um, but he was dazed and confused. Either he was drunk or something or what, but he was just yeah hurting and I've seen it and I've gone to catch up to him, but I get hit and I fall over, but I'm aware of it. So like I put my arm out and my elbow hits the ground and my whole left side, like the first impact is obviously my hip and then my knee. So then like for the rest, like that, it hurt like a motherfucker at the time. Nothing came up obviously, but the next morning I remember I, I woke up at like four in the morning um, because I'd rolled over to my side and um, it just, I just get the sharp pain. And I was like, what the fuck? And like by that point in the morning, I'd already gotten like a purple bruise from hitting the concrete so hard. Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't my fault, but it was just something. When I got knocked down as well, though, within seconds, someone picked me up. You know, yep. I was like, you were right. I'm like, fuck no, but let's keep going. But, <laughs> you know, and if, if you were struggling, you would always be encouraged for someone to pick you up and you would fucking crowd surf out of there. You know, that's, I've done that a few times um, where it's been insanely hot when you're in the middle of it all. And I'm just like, look at the guy next to me and I'll be like, fucking, you know, I'm pointing up to hoik me up and he sees it and puts his hand out and I just fucking jump up and away I go. You know, that that's usually what I would do if you're struggling. I'd, I don't know if that's like an etiquette thing as well, but like I remember this guy. He was crowd surfing, and uh, he was like at a, a gig. I was at some concert I was at, and uh, he was massive though. And mm. I remember he was coming towards me, and I kind of had to hold him up mm. or whatever. But then everyone around me moved away, and so I was by myself. <laughs> I was like <laughs> by myself trying to hold this dude up. It's, oh. I'm like. I'm holding a person up by myself, you know, and then he kind of tipped upside down and then his head went straight into the floor. Oh, brutal. And uh, then he got up and he goes, who the fuck did that? <laughs> and, like, I, I just then, like, the guy beside me goes, he did, and pointed at me and then I just, like, moshed off to the left, like, to get away. <laughs> just subtly, like, you didn't see shit. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man, that's hard. So, like, when you when you talk about this sort of stuff as well, like, does it give you the itch to get back into it and play and stuff again? Like, what oh, well, have, you, have you ever been moment, thinking about wanting to play again? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I think everyone likes uh, likes the stuff they're into. Sometimes mm. you need a bit of a break, though, so mm. you remember what you liked about it. You yeah. Know? Uh, but at the moment, I'm, like, uh, designing um, uh, T-shirts and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I decided to get into a lot of that stuff. I haven't quite done anything with it just yet and whatnot, but I've, well, I've made fucking, a bunch of T-shirts. So are you and, drawing and stuff as well? or are you, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all the art myself and all that kind of thing. And uh, I've done patches, coffee mugs, T-shirts, enamel pins That's and stuff. I'm going to see how we go. It's awesome, called City man. Ruins. 
I'm city just ruins, see how was it? Goes. it? Yeah, city ruins. It's kind awesome. of um, gothic-y, uh, Satan stuff. <laughs> it's like got humor in it as yeah. well. You know, like, sort of like a dark comedy sort, sort of, of dark yeah. humor. Dark, yeah. yeah, dark humor. Yeah, that's so awesome. We'll see we go. So I'm just going to do that for a bit. But yeah, I'm sure I'll pick up the bass again for sure. You know. Yeah, no, because I've I've always wondered about that with with guys that stop playing. Um, for a while and if they ever get the itch back or if, you know, because some guys are always like just wanting to get straight back into it or they'll want to have a break like what you're doing and want to venture off and do other stuff or they're only having the break because they haven't found another band to jump back into again, you know. Yeah, so. I, I, I reckon there's uh, it's important to have a bit of a break sometimes with mm. some guys. So whatever your your thing is, you know, just uh, if you if if it's becoming slightly unhappy, well, you're mm. supposed to be doing it for fun. Yeah. So maybe just get out of it for a little bit and then uh, get back into it later. Yeah. No, that's awesome. You know, well, I, I, me, I've, I've written songs myself and whatnot and I was, I was trying to start, you know, I had a band going and stuff myself too. We had about four songs written. But obviously the drummer at the time, um, he ended up moving down to Melbourne. So the – the I, old Brisbane story. Everyone moves to Melbourne. Why? You know, I've noticed that a why lot of those Melbourne? people are moving back. Have you noticed this? No, I haven't. There's are they a, well, moving there's back? A, there's a bunch I've noticed who are starting to go, uh, Getting too I pricey can't for take them. it here. It's freezing, you know, it's and just really? That's all literally the... coming back, you know. What? Like, I would prefer the cold weather anyway. You can always put more fucking clothes on. Like, it's not like it's going to be, ex- like, unless you're living down the road from a fucking I don't know. Have beach. you felt that wind in Melbourne, though? Yeah, that I've been is down intense. in Melbourne a few times. Yeah, it does get fucking cold. You like, feel that they're in known your soul. For, what, what is it, all four seasons in one day, you know? Like, they get that pretty regularly down there. They'll get blistering fucking heat and then they'll get, you know, super cold breezes coming through. Like it, it does get ice. I don't know. So they go on about like coffee in Melbourne, don't they? You know, yeah, like it's oh, this the golden chalice, the of amazing yeah. coffee. You know, and yeah. you just go, it's just coffee. Calm, Calm down. <laughs> like, or like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what though. Like the culture and like the the scenery and stuff down there is great. Like especially in the city, like some of the alleyways and everything that they got going down there is it, it's such a cool atmosphere. I haven't been down there since uh, like high school and shit when I went there for like volleyball and crap. Uh, so I haven't been there since I've been 18, like since I've been able to drink down there. And so I don't know what the party scene's like or anything. Oh, well, it's, um, you know, obviously it's a great party scene yeah. and all that kind of thing in Melbourne, yeah. Mm. And I know music scene as well is pretty pretty alive and stuff down there too. Um, there's some pretty decent bands coming. I mean, I, there's bands coming decent from everywhere at the moment. Like I we just it, don't hear enough about them. It's like we said like at, at the beginning of the podcast. Like, I think it's interesting though in Brisbane – because there's kind of there's an uh, there's a thing that comes out of Brisbane with the music and whatnot that's kind of like even bands like Violent Soho and stuff mm. like that. There's kind of uh, an angst mm. that that's there though that I think is original to Brisbane. Just my opinion, yeah. you know. But you know, if you look back at the Saints and all, it was a real law state back then and mm. all that kind of thing. And I, I I just think there's an interesting thing that comes out of Brisbane. Do you do you think it's well not just Brisbane, like Queensland, a, yeah. you know, like a you know Logan and wherever, you know, mm. there's you know Gold Coast uh, and whatnot. There's uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think the Gold Coast is still the crime capital, isn't it? I'm I have not sure. no idea, but 
Well, it was at one point. I know it was at one point, yeah. I think like, Brisbane's got the most stolen cars. That's <laughs> well, that's our that claim to fame at the moment. <laughs> well, I'll put it this way. Um, with one of my recent uh, working ventures, I could probably guarantee that as a true statistic, even without looking it up. Because Apparently the, the north side, that's, that's the stolen car capital. North side is pretty bad for it and followed by south side where we're pretty bad for it too. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't think it doesn't matter what suburb you live in. There's going to be any of that sort of shit. But that is true, though. Like, I, I could probably guarantee you that without looking at statistics because one of my players I work that we get stolen cars in there all the time. All oh, the time. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, all the time. You know, especially like your common ones where it's like got the fingerprint dust over all of it and it's got a broken glass panel on one side where they've fucking got in like real sneaky like, like you cheeky buggers. And then you've got ones where they've genuinely fucking just like smashed the one side of the window in and then they've gone on like a rampage and they're, like they're, just destroyed the car. You know? Like I'm, I'm at Salisbury and on the south side and mm. uh, there were some guys who apparently uh, – there's a, there's a house out the front of the place I live in and uh, these guys apparently tried to break in and they had like um, – uh, t-shirts wrapped around their heads or whatever. Yeah, no shit. And there was some unmarked uh, 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 white ute. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they ran in, but they didn't realize the guy who lived there at the time. He's the um, the the uh, one of the bouncers at uh, the Vic. Uh, in the- yeah, right. And uh, he he's uh, he's come out with like apparently this this was the story. Yeah. He came out. This is only like last year or whatever. Oh no, kidding. he's come out with a samurai sword. <laughs> and apparently these kids like just ran straight back out. Like they've come no in shit. like ready to rob yeah. the place. You know, do a home invasion or whatever. Yeah. And then it all just went downhill for them. Yeah. So. Well, that's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> Southside living. Southside living. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's where it's at, mate. Um. Yeah, well, thanks I mean, for these beers, by the way. Oh no, they're tasty. Like I'm, I'm not a fan of four X to begin with, but the bitter ones, I don't, I, I can, I can stomach that, you know, especially if it's a tallie. Like I'm, I actually, I'm not a boutique beer guy. No, I, I like no. just, I, know, I, I, I like I, twoies. I can't remember the last time I actually went genuinely hard out and got on the piss. Like it's been a while, you know. I, 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 I let it become. Well, you a are dad. a dad. You yeah, know. well, I let it becoming a dad change that a fair bit. Like I. I felt a lot more of a responsibility of not to get as drunk as I used to anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I could drive, you know, like yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. You know, so well, it'd be a bit weird if you became a dad and then got fucked up every night. Like, yeah, I don't think I'd be looked too favorably as like no. a good dad or anything. I'd want to have Jude look up to me as a good role model. And yeah, of I don't course. think if he saw me sitting down at the couch every night I, with I, a beer, well, I heard be a good too saying, fucking motivating. Yeah, yeah. I heard know? a good saying that uh, when people have kids, like it gives them the opportunity. Opportunity to become a better version of themselves. Like yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm. Every day is a fucking. You know, it doesn't matter what the situation is, but I think every day is a challenge, and you've just you've got to put your best your front best foot forward. Really, you know, it it it, it can be hard uh, at times, but you know, it's just if you've got the right people around you, and you know, for some people, it's you've got the right tunes to listen to to help you get through the day. You know, like yeah, that exactly. can be a massive bonus for some people. You know, and honestly, in this day and age, whatever helps you get through a fucking shit day, you need to do it, eh? Oh, like, do it. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you've, you've got to. Otherwise, it just, everything just builds up on you way too quickly. No matter how childish, too. Like, there, yeah. there's a guy I was talking to who was quite depressed. Uh, mm. 
uh, someone I was working with or whatever, and uh, I, I was saying to him like, you know, you you you, uh, you can't let go of that uh, that place, mm. uh, which is just you alone. Like, uh, mm. don't rely on anyone else to make you uh, feel good. Mm. You know, you've got to have that place where you're just alone mm. and you feel good. Music and is a is a really good yeah, expression. Yeah, I think music's for that a, too. a big one. And yeah. this guy, like, he admitted to me. He goes, "Man, I watch cartoons. Yeah, I watch ki- children's cartoons." And I was like, "Well, good." Yeah, yeah, like that's awesome, man. If that makes you feel happy, fucking do it. Yes, you know, you know like, uh, there's too many. There's too many people nowadays that are still stuck in the old way of like, you know, oh, you fucking, you wear pink or you do all this shit. Like I, I wear every color under the sun these days and, and my son wears any color under the sun and he wears, you know, some of the best clothes that he's worn in the past have been girls' clothes, you know, like who gives a shit? He looks great in them. I don't care if they're tailored for boys or for girls. Get the fuck over it. Like he's serious. And it's, it's the, now I've, I used to be very, elitist uh quote unquote marks there um, elitist no elitist about what i what i used to um uh listen to and who uh oh you know, i, you I know, get you like yep. in, in types yep. of what i used to listen to and shit and like if someone was like oh yeah nah there's shit blah 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 all that crap but um i've found especially wanting to get amongst um meeting new people and doing this podcast and stuff like that i had to nip it in the bud and not be such a prick about what i listen to you know and and understand that everybody's taste in music is different and you've got to whether or not you like their music it's not your place to say all oh, that shit you know yeah. you might personally not like them and think that they're rubbish that's cool and if you want to have a genuine debate about why that and they're okay with that cool but you shouldn't be putting someone's – and I've been bad for that too, you know, like in, in the past where I'd be like, don't listen to that shit, you know. But nowadays it's like, well, if you like it, cool. Because, you know, like in like I was saying before, in this day and age, it, shit's hard, man. Like shit gets hard pretty easy. So if you've got some outlet like your mate, he's like, I fucking watch cartoons and it helps me <laughs> yeah, get through yeah. the day. Like. I mean, this is, so a, this is a guy that's not a not a young dude either. He's yeah. about twenty years older than me, you know. Yeah. So you know that's ancient, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, so he's a. Uh, but he's admitted this to like privately, and I've kind yeah. of gone, "Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, like you've got a thing when you're by yourself mm, that you're makes you happy, zone. which yeah. Is, yeah, very important. And yeah, like f- this has been one of the things for me, like with this podcast, being able to focus and actually put my uh, a, a distraction almost for uh, for my anxiety and and being able to cope and stuff. That I've got something to look forward to every week, like every third, like every Thursday or whatever whatever day it is, I come in to, re- uh, to do this. Um, I get like that little bit of like nervous energy. Like you used to, like, remember when you're back in a kid and you got to do that fucking stand up in front of the class and do the little, uh, yeah, what are the orals back in the day, three to five minutes talking up in front of the class and shit that those sort of nerves, I get that right before I go on and stuff like that, but it's a good nervous energy. It's like, I don't yeah. want this to be bad. I want this to be good. It's not like, Oh my God, something bad is going to happen or anything. It's like, I, you know, make sure you've put in work and effort for this. Like, Let's make sure it fucking goes well, goes hard. You yeah, know? yeah. And if with your mate, if he likes cartoons, fucking go hard, son. Like, Do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's, it, you know, with with the music scene. and I mean, there's people out there on heroin, you know what I mean? So if some guy's thing is he likes comic books or something, like, mm. who cares? Like, that's a good thing. That's a sick hobby. You know, I'd, 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 if I had 
started earlier, I think I would be more into it. But now, like, obviously, because starting a comic book collection, I feel like is a pretty big, a pretty big step, like a pretty big ask as well. Like, because you've got to start somewhere. And then it's just never going to stop and you're never going to be satisfied. I feel like you've got to start that one sort of young. I don't know. That's my opinion. I think another um, thing is like the competing, like all these uh, people around are competing about who's uh, like whatever their version of uh, being successful. Mm. You were saying that before about as well with like that, egos in like, the music scene too. <clears> yeah. Know, like, it, it it does happen, like, it, and it's not just no, in I mean, music. It, it, too. it even comes down to like, oh, have you got kids? Do you uh, own property? Do you have this, that, yeah. and the other? Blah blah blah. And then there's the you know, mm. yeah, the music side and mm. all that. You know, your art and stuff, and uh, that that whole thing as well, or whatever. People, yeah, people you know, just, what? people judge me. Like, I've gotten this a couple of times. Um, people have given me like a really like slight eye to the fact that I drive a fucking van because. You know, like it, it doesn't look the prettiest, um, but I'm working on that. Mechanically, it's it's getting there. Like it's, I've spent way too much fucking money on this thing. I'm just going to say that right now. The only reason I'm holding on to it is because it's a fucking camper van. I've got like a massive like king-size double bed in the back of it, you know, and I can literally sleep wherever I'm I want. I'm sure your van is fine. Yeah, it will be. Damn right it will be. But, yeah, I've just been having fucking issues with that. But, like, I, every now and then when, 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 when the baby seat's in there and I'm driving Jude around, I get uh, – it's only happened a few times, but, you know, I've got a couple of slight-eyed looks from driving a van with Jude in it. Oh, right, and, yeah. and then I've had some people go like, do you think that's safe? I'm like, why is it not safe? It's a baby seat. It's got the fucking anchor point. I got it I, I got it modified to act like to legal standards. I had to pay 300-plus bucks to get that done, mind you, for a simple fucking bolt in the back of the thing so I could put the anchor point on. Which is absurd, mind you. That's absurd. It is. That's a lot of money. And, yeah, so I got that done. It's perfectly safe. It's legal. Like, what's what's wrong with it? Just because what? If something unforeseen was to happen, what? Just because he's got a better view, something worse is going to happen? He loves driving in the van. Yeah, and yeah. And it's not like I can fucking speed in this thing. It's an automatic 2.4 litre van. Like, I got fucking no guts whatsoever. Oh, so this is the other parent judgment thing, is it? It is, yeah. And um, I always make it even better, too, when you can hear fucking, like, Cannibal Corpse coming out of the speakers when we're rocking up, windows down, Jude's there, like, fuck yeah, <laughs> you know, and we're, we're jamming out to the heavy shit and you just get some looks here and there from people. It's funny, though. Like, when they see Jude, they always give the smile. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because he's, he's just the bee's knees. Um, but... Obviously, then they'll hear the music and they'll see the state of the van just because it's got a bit of rust here and there. Like, yeah, they get judgmental. It's crazy. It's just that day and age with – I don't know what it is with people these days. They've always got an opinion and they want they want you to hear it. And it's the same oh, in the music yeah. scene too. Like, I've noticed – like, not not so much lately, but just in general. Some, they got an opinion and – Well, that you know, elitist thing you were talking about yeah, before. Yeah, like, for, for me, like, I always had a fucking opinion about a certain band. Like, like, like some, now, some metal like, shows yeah, are like literally them. like church. Some metal shows are like uh, all these uh, people just crossed arms – just judging just, yeah, the playing, just, just going, yeah, he pulled off that riff. Yeah, yeah no, that was no, fucking it was good. sick. Yeah. Oh, I was fucking, oh, I thought he could have done better with that. Oh, his double kicks weren't so good tonight. Yeah. yeah. I, they're judging like they're on a panel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I, I was like, pretty like bad Like they're sitting that. in chairs that are going to slowly turn around and go, yeah, yeah. that's a no from me. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I was pretty bad for that. Um, but I, I know for a fact that I've gotten a lot better with it um, purely because – 
you know, everybody is different. Everybody should be able to write whatever they want and you shouldn't be judged for, you know. If, even, if it, even if you yourself think it is shit, it's not shit to them. So just let them have their fun. Let yeah, them do what they want to do. Yeah, most things have their fan base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is or what they do. Like I'm a massive fan of uh, Bro Job at the moment. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and all they're about is just like posting like the most obscure things about sucking dick or and, and shit like that. Even their lyrics are all about <laughs> that as well. And they've they've had some big name like artists and stuff come and do cameos yeah, yeah. and stuff for it. But like their whole thing is just like being totally okay about being overtly like over the top. Well, someone about had to, to go s- there. Someone had to go into that topic. Yeah, and and what it, the music is really well well written. It's heavy. It's like one of those like core like death corey sort of like sounds and death metal sort of thing. It's a little bit but one the, one dimensional. You go read their lyrics, and it's just the funniest thing that you've. It's like, just all about sucking dick. Not not just sucking dick. I mean, that's like, like Henry Rollins still talking yeah. about getting dumped by his uh, first girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, man, how old are you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. What are you, 55? And it you're was still funny talking back in this? the day, but like you're in a grown adult now and what you're gonna start raging. Can we move about on, yeah. you stalker? I mean yeah. let's 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 go for something a little more legit here, all right? Come on. But yeah, no, I get that. I think um that might be it for us now though, my friends. Um, but I've had a fucking hell of a time. Yeah, that was and fun. And I think we'll get you on again sometime soon and we might add someone in who's also had more tour stories or even even maybe someone like who works in like the as a promoter or something that can give stories about bands and shit. I think something like that between you and whoever it is could bounce off really well with each other with just the aspect of what uh, bands are like I think and I, working I think with I know and, someone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, then we could definitely do something like that again down in the future. So I'd look forward to that. Um, so on that no note, worries. thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's me. been fucking awesome fun. Um, so we're going to finish this one off with a pretty good and banger. And thanks for the free beer. Yeah, of course, man. Fucking beer is life on, on nights like this. Um, <laughs> so we're going to finish it off tonight with, uh, can, can I kick it? Yeah, yeah. Can I kick it? Yep. Can um, I kick it from again? The, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of your 2014 uh, release. Like, oh, I, thank I, you. I, no offense to Sean Owen, like your 2017 release and shit, but just I found like this one in particular. I just they they were all bangers in my oh, opinion. Thanks, so I man. thought I thought I'd just play all of them off this album. So I mean, if you want to go check them out, they're I'll on. Tell Bang. Phil. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Cheers, Phil. Um. Uh, and the, Adam, sorry. Yes. Adam MacArthur. Yeah, yep. fucking A. Um, so yeah, if you want to go check out their shit, uh they're still on Bandcamp, obviously. They're not they're not um out and about anymore, but who knows, maybe one day if they want to refresh their shit, they might come back out and play another show. Who knows? Who knows? But Yeah, I think Collie would be keen. He's like you though, kind of a new dad yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, so. yeah. He's um he's the drummer. So he's probably yeah. pretty pretty busy though. Yeah. So oh it, we'll it, see. It, when it first when it first happens and shit, like you're so over uh, overtaken by it all, you're just like, I just want to be around him. So yeah, I could imagine him not wanting to be doing it straight away. But that's that's fair enough. I I, I feel like you'll have the itch for it. Oh though, no, he's actually. he's definitely keen. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's he a uh, just, you know he's just got you know probably it's not a lot, lot of time. That's you know, it's yeah. life stuff. It it happens. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, on that note, um, we'll uh, pull the plug there, and uh, everybody can have a jam out to "Can I Kick It" by Cole Hearts. I'll catch up with you guys next time, eh? All right, enjoy. No worries. Thanks, Shane. Yep.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.